Meanwhile, on a typical scene on the new show, Gen V. Hey, Emma, it's me, Marie Moreau. Oh, fuck, motherfucker, just stepped in fucking dog shit. So anyway, you want to eat lunch with me on the quad? Dog shit? That's a dick of a penis thing to do. Ugh, I really wish I could smoke out of a bong and get fucked. Um, anyway, what are you eating? Uh, I'm just eating like a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, motherfucking pork balls. I have a fucking dick inside my sandwich. Jesus. Oh my God, who's that coming over there? Oh, it's Professor Ravier. He's just jizzing all over with his relepathy powers. Oh, right. And is that uh, Boyra Bag Baggart? That's Boyra Bag Baggart. The assistant? Well, fuck. She looks like a cunt. Anyway. Um, anyway, I, I, are you wait. getting a sense of intrigue around here? I am, but hold on a second. What day is it? Oh, fuck. Isn't it Tuesday? Oh, no. It's my time of the month. <laughs> fuck. Gross. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 275 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett. That is your host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. That? I'm a that? Yes, I am. That, you should have seen the way I pointed when I said that <laughs> over there. That faggot. Um, for those of you who don't know, Evil Jeff and I don't record in the same room. We haven't even seen each other in a long time. This is pure audio, baby. We call each other and you listen in to our phone conversation. Yes, it's been over a year since we've seen each other face to face. It really has. Do you think you and I should start like doing this over Zoom? Ew. I, I here let's uh, let's uh, okay I I would love to start doing video versions of these. Okay, we can you know what we can do. And then do? we could also we could release do... them on YouTube and then they could become I was going to say go TikTok trending. Yeah, we can do we can even do live over YouTube and then just have the audio of the live show be our yeah, weekly show. Yeah, look at us. Look at us planning our show. Look at us planning show. season three of the show that has gone 274, ep- 75 episodes, 275. If this were Duolingo We'd and this fluent. were like a streak, we would be fluent and we would get a special animation because we hit a milestone round number. Ugh, not me. I spent, when I went to Paris, this is before Duolingo, this is like 2009. I spent four months doing a learn French every day in my car when I drove to and from work in Chicago. And I didn't retain You didn't pick up anything. The only thing I thought was funny is that the word for shower was le douche. Le douche. And I was like, douche. <laughs> that is funny. I said douche. That is funny. Um, that reminds I'm, me of my I'm... favorite. What's the sound of a water truck crashing into a vinegar truck? Douche. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am actually on, I just hit a 200 day streak on Duolingo Italian. And if you ask me to speak Italian, I'm so sorry. I cannot. I, I just remember you go, my grandmother would all go, Destadoro, which meant you have a hard, like you're hard head, like hard headed. My grandmother would always go, Manajuriao, whenever she was frustrated i still don't know what those words are or what that means and i talk to other italian people 
and granted, my grandmother, they were from a small village in Sicily, but we oh, were taught that fart was a bad word. Yeah. So we said fishat. Oh. <gasps> and oh, no my God. one else. I've asked other Italian people and they're like, that's not the word for fart. And I'm like, what? Then what what's bichetta? What is that? Why were we taught to say that? Is that even an Italian word? Uh, pff, I, it sounds Italian. What does it mean? Biscuit? I don't know. It sounds Italian. Bruschetta? <laughs> you're just saying, you're just saying bruschetta. Bruschetta. <laughs> um, so we, our Italian side of the family did not say fart either. What did we you say? We called... We called them bunnies. bunnies. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. We called it I've the never gravy. Really told this, that, but this was such a oh my god, that's what we called red sauce. Yeah, uh, this was such a word in my family, and like me and my sister would never use it outside of my family. Like, oh, you did a bunny. We would never say that to our friends. Yeah, it's so funny thinking back then. No, because I remember I was like five years old and someone farted and I went, oh my God, someone beshotted. And everyone's like, what are you talking about, you freak? <laughs> and then I had to be, you know, beginning of my bullying. And that it was all because of <laughs> It was all down to like, Andy talks like a girl. <laughs> and well, at that time, also I had a lazy eye and I had to wear a patch over my eye. Oh my God, oh, my glasses. Like that Simpsons episode where he had like huge, the thick glasses. It was and his- huge glasses with a patch over the eye. Super malnourished skinny because I was a picky eater. Didn't want to eat anything. And then sashaying around like a girl. Oh, With with an eye patch. With an eye patch. <laughs> Going, but who Nowadays, I would be celebrated. Back you then, would be celebrated. It was like, throw it in the fire. You would be intersectional. Anyway, uh, is there any hot topics? No. Nothing is happening in the world of comics. Should we hit the music for 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 X-Men? hot topics or for hot topics? Wait, is there? Let's a hot see what topic? happens. Oh, okay. Hit the music happens. for hot topics. We got some hot. We got some hot topics. Yeah. I love how you're like not telling me that there might be a hot topic. There is a hot topic. No, I got nothing. <laughs> Sorry, we played that music for no reason. Oh, there isn't. I a seriously hot topic. don't have anything. There is oh, no okay. hot topic. We can oh, talk about Loki gonna, premiering. I thought, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna bring something up about like what we were gonna be doing in a few weeks. No, I have no tea. Oh, you. Oh, you mean New York Comic Con? Yeah. Oh, I can talk about New York Comic Con, girl. Okay. We're going. We're gonna be shoving our press pass in everyone's face who dares to look at me and say, "What the fuck are you doing? Where are you going? I'm gonna hold up my press pass and be like, anywhere I fucking want, bitch." Yeah. Because I'm going to be walking around with a press badge, honey. You'll be like, move it. I'm gay. <laughs> move. I'm gay. And I'm part of the press. Lois Lane. Give me the scoop. I'm just going to walk up to people like, you better give me this motherfucking tea. I got my pad. I got my pencil. I am licking the point. I love that all of your questions would be like, so love the new movie you're in. Now tell me who's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> that actually was my favorite line from Gen V. You're a cunt, Harper. Anyway, yeah. we'll talk about Gen V later. Yeah, yeah. Our opening was very much like a typical scene from Gen V. <laughs> it's like we'll talk about it. Okay, but um, back to New York Comic Con. I think I think what I'm gonna do, babe, is I'm gonna voice memo the fuck out of the interviews I've been weaseling my way into. Yes, and maybe we'll do like I'll maybe I'll actually do some production. And instead of you having to do it and like I'll slice together like a fucking hackneyed makeshift show composed of interview clips 
Love it. Love it. And they'll be like, is this comic book queers? This is a very different format than I'm used to. And we're going to be like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Cause there's famous people in it now. <laughs> now there's famous people in it and Brett touched all their legs. <laughs> Every interview is somebody going to, you're going to hear somebody go, stop that. And if you're wondering why they're saying that it's because I'm putting my hand up their thigh ever so gently while they're talking about their movie or show. And we're just throwing this out there. This is all jokes. We are not, Brett is not planning to sexually assault anybody. That's not true. I mean, th- <laughs> that is true. What you said is true. What I was saying was jokes. You were like, true. no, it's not true. I am going to do it. A double negative. What do you mean? A double okay. negative. You mean you have photographs. Photographs. Um, all right. Well, here's the, di- and that is the thing is uh, my, that's the, the problem with us is we tend to talk about how hot people are, but that is, there is a problem as we age and get closer to the age of 50. I do have this weird thing where I feel like after the age of 50, you stop being like just a fun guy who thinks a guy is hot. You become a, a creep. creep, a creep. Yeah. So I just well, want to I mean, preface all of our things of we are creeps, but we, we are, are keeping it over the pot. Just let us say it over the podcast. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do anything in real life that's gross. Well, I mean, these yes, are I mean, gay stuff. Yes, but nothing. They're for yeah. entertainment purposes yes, only. Yes. Like what we are going for is you to like we say something outrageous. All we want you to do is put your hand like the top of your fingers over your lips ever so gently and go. <laughs> They shouldn't. Yeah. That's all we're going for. Exactly. Because we know the deal. We know who we are. Do you think if we are at a bar, are we going to walk up to a 22-year-old and be like, hey, can I touch your penis? No. Oh, my God. No. Now, granted, if they come up to us and be like, hey, daddy, that's a different story. Hey, daddy, can I touch your daddy penis? I'll be Although, like, I don't like being called daddy. It's just like, I don't either. I just will start crying being like, I'm old. You, that happened to me. That just happened to me. Yeah, Somebody called me daddy in a bar and I was like, bitch, get the fuck out my face. Yeah, I've had that where people on scruff would be like, hey, daddy, uh, you want to breed this bussy? And I was like, come over so I can slit your fucking throat. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Violent. Anyway. Anyway, as I was saying, okay. we're nice to people. We're, we're what were groups. we? What's our hot topic? Oh, New York Comic Con. Oh my God! Now, see, we just got really like weird and rapey, and now nobody's gonna. No, want but we us were talking to- about how we weren't. But that isn't the weird thing. Is when you try to be like, "Hey guys, we're not creeps." It totally sounds like we're creeps. <laughs> no. uh, it's like a double-edged sword. <laughs> no, I'm literally just giving you candy out of this van. <laughs> Fuck. I told you my biggest so, fear. Did I talk about this before? My biggest what? fear ever of what I never want to become. What? Back in the days, young young children who might be listening to this, when you had to get a porn, it was uh you had to go to a <gasps> video store. The back room of the video store. And went and there was a rules. The rules are you don't make eye contact. You don't right. fucking talk to anybody. You don't question what each other is reaching for. Because imagine when you, children today, you go to jerk off, you flip open your laptop, and you're typing in the <laughs> disgusting things you want to look for. Imagine you having to do that next to complete strangers. Oh, sorry, don't mind me while I'm in the bondage section looking at the pornos. Like, there's just no judgment. I was in there one day, me and one other dude were just perusing the pornography. In walks yeah. in Quentin Crisp or Liberace, like some 80-year-old queen. And he just walked in and just went, 
oh, yes. <gasps> oh, and he was like picking up titles going, oh, look at him. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. And I, me and that guy made eye contact like, we need to get the fuck out of here. This one's touching his own nipples. Like Snagglepuss. Yes. Like eighty-year-old Snagglepuss has entered the building and he's going That's to kill wild. us. And we somebody ran just out. came in and like Oscar Wilde it all over. And I was like, I never want to be that. So that's my oh, biggest yeah. fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like you're doomed to that fate? No, I know. And that's the thing is, like, one day I'm gonna like do that. I'm gonna look into like I'll catch my glimpse of myself in a window and I'll be like, <gasps> No, it's happened. <laughs> Oh my God. But not at New York Comic Con, which I'm so excited for. Also, I'm upset. I'm going to miss the Marvel next best, next big thing panel because I'm going to be taking a picture with, um, oh yeah, Chris Evans. Oh shit. Oh my God. All right. We need to stop this conversation because now I'm going to start to talk about all the things I want to do to Chris Evans with. Okay. Okay. But okay. Let's just say we can, we can do this separately in a fantasy. If you had Chris Evans and it was like, okay, we're going to have sex. What do you Chris start? Evans like, you what are you going to start yeah, with? You can do one thing to me. All right, what yeah. do you start oh, with? Yeah. What are you going to start with? All right. You could do two things of all okay. the, you know, so there's, so I'm talking about kissing, rimming, yeah. blowing, fucked and getting fucked. You could pick two. What would it be? Two? Yeah. And, and is the assumption that he is down for it, whatever it be? Yes. But you can only do two things. Like I know okay. what I would pick. Okay. I would pick um if it's Chris Evans. Um I would pick making would out pe- and bottoming. Yeah, so would I. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so really would, would I. love to I, suck I didn't, his like, dick too. I didn't, I'd love I to wanted eat his butt either too. it was definitely bottoming, but I I would love to eat his butt out. I would love to um I would love to have him like grab me by the hair and pull, hold my hair back and like in a mean voice like say all the things he's gonna do to me yeah would or just like passionate him, making now would out. you want him to be chris evans or would you want him to be captain america no i would want him to be the character he played in the um low budget independent film puncture that came out right before endgame <laughs> okay all right and then i'll have him be his character in knives out and he will kill me at the end of it Oh my God. I'll have him be his character from cellular while, (laughs) while he's having sex with me. He's also trying to save Kim Basinger. Who's communicating to him through a pieced together cell phone. Oh, wait, wait a minute. I'll have him be from the fantastic four movie and then he'll set me up at the end. Yeah. I'll have him be from not another teen movie where he's in the whipped cream bikini. (laughs) Okay. I think it's time to move on to the X. Oh yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Hit the music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. X-Men. X-Men. Okay. So Amazon Prime has got a new series called X-Men. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I got, I got confused. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about X-Men books. What came uh, out? A lot of stuff came out. We have five books to talk about. Five. Five. Five, yes, just the five. What are the five? X-Men books should be like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. I don't know why we keep You lure X-Men books to their death like, like a spider with X-Men books. X-Men books are where X-Men books are most vulnerable. <laughs> All right, if it wasn't X-Men books, then who wasn't? It was you, X-Men books, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
but I put it down. Where? In the X-Men books. Where? I don't know. Before I X-Men, after I books. I don't know. But any of you could have X-Men booked. <laughs> okay. All right. Stop with the clue things. Let's start with maybe Jean Grey. Let's start with Jean Grey. Just like the X-Men. Jean Grey. This Jean is- Grey is a what if. It's a series of what ifs where Jean, in her dying moments, is trying to piece together where it all went wrong. If she just made a different decision, maybe things would have been better in the past. Yeah. The so present. she's like, hey, what about when I turned into the Phoenix riding that rocket? Oh, what if I, what about when I piloted the shuttle down and uh, became the Phoenix? What if I let Pivotal? Logan do it? Hmm. What if I let Logan do it? Well, it turns this out- This was silly. <laughs> Logan turned into the Phoenix. This was is, silly. I also found it weird that the Phoenix still chose whoever was piloting. I don't think that's how that worked. But anyway. Right. I, yeah, okay, anyway. It still wanted Gene. But in this, Logan, because Logan pilots the planes, he becomes Phoenix Wolverine. And then spikes come out of his all over his body, which he can then shoot at will. He becomes Dark Porcupine. Uh, yeah. And so Jean Grey and Cyclops go to, uh, go to Weapon X where he's murdering everybody. Um, but then it's like, uh oh, I can't control the Phoenix. Please kill me. And so, and then it passes off to Cyclops and then Wolverine kills Cyclops. And then the, the Phoenix goes back to him and then Jean kills him. And then, or does Jean kill him or does he just kill himself? He kills himself. He kills himself. And then Gene's standing there like, oh, well, well, that that didn't do anything. But you know what it did do? It did do something, Brett. Do you know what it did what? do? Do you know what happened <laughs> what after is- in this world? What? A billion people on a planet did not die. Did not die. Thank you. And she's like, she's mm, like, nope, that's rather didn't have work. Wolverine. Like, um, Don't care about those billion people. It, it worked for the Tabari. She's like, anyway. Fuck that plant she, food. Come- how come when Jean Grey makes different decisions, they wind up getting these weird woven <laughs> wrapped around themselves costumes? Yeah. These tunics. Yeah. I kind of like their it's outfits. Wild. I don't mind them. I mean, I don't mind them. Um, but then it looks like she's like, oh, maybe, maybe if I change Inferno, Madeline Pryor, I'm like, yeah, this is going to go terribly. That's going to go terribly. She's like, maybe if we switched her to over boob instead of under boob. <laughs> but I feel like in the end, she's just going to get all the way to the president. She's like, you know what? You know I did, what? I did everything right. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done anything wrong. And we we, we know this and we and love you. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. And Jean Grey never comes back again. <laughs> that is such a great ending for this character. You know what? Upon reflection, I did everything right. Goodbye. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Rachel, you're Phoenix now. Oh, God. What's next? What's next? Um, you want to talk about a little realm of X? Sure. Sure. Eef, oh yeah. This um was it the <laughs> same artist as last time? I think so. Or, uh, this art or maybe is not I don't know. For me. It's wild to me. 
Typhoid this, Mary is wild. To me. <laughs> Typhoid Mary <laughs> is what is happening? In this? What every time I saw Typhoid Mary drawn in this book, I was like, "What are we doing? What is?" And Marrow too. I like Marrow looks like a Barbie with like bones coming out of her. Yeah, I guess here's the thing: is like I'm just not feeling any real relationships between anyone. The most I'm not real feeling interest, any. The yes. most real interesting thing is is between Curse and Saturnine, and when the most interesting <laughs> people are the villains, then you're rooting for the villains. And yeah. then the most interesting character is uh, Magic, and they're like, "Hey, how about we don't give her any powers to make her all sad? Um, how about that's like the worst idea ever." It really, I like. I don't know if I feel like this. Why is, is she exploring. even there? Why is she there? I mean, she's going to do something. I feel like but something. She's that's not pivotal. in any of the prophecies. Is that how it changes right. the prophecy? But I think, but right, isn't up? that, isn't that like the thing? Like she's not in any of the prophecies, so she's absolutely going to be the one to save it all. Ugh, I just, yeah. Just, right now, it's know. just yeah. There's the stakes aren't staken for me. They're not the stakes aren't staking. Um, I'm more interested in curse. Like Saturnine's like, she just well, said, I, I hope curse. these toads come out of your mouth. And she brought back an extinct species. Like, do you understand how powerful she is? Yeah, I'm like, love this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. This yeah. is the interesting She's a reality stuff. warper. Yeah. And then meanwhile, it's like uh Marrow and uh Danny Moonstar are like, hey, let's get into a fight with some dude for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Magic's studying some like ancient books, but then decides she's not good enough and she writes a letter and then disappears at the end. And actually, the part about that I want to focus on is the letter. Because okay. uh, maybe it isn't a data page, but just letters in general. This Fall of X era, instead of data pages, we've got these pages of just long, long prose. Like, Instead of data pages, we now have emails and letters that we have to read. Yeah, I don't, don't want to read stop a giving page me of tiny ass. I'm read. <laughs> stop giving me fucking homework. I'm reading a comic book, not a book. Yeah, I don't want to read a book. Do you know how many times I skip this shit? Yeah, I just skim for like, is there anything important? Maybe if I read on and I read have no idea paragraph. what's happening, then I might go back to it. Yeah, I mean, this book, I'm not feeling the characters. I don't and, and know that's who what it is comes this down person to. hanging upside down in Saturnine's She was the one, office. she was the, they talked about that she was the one, the one person who wrote the towers and acts like a, the, the, the seer that was talking about the wall, the wall spell. Oh, yeah. And she writes like poems. Uh, that's yeah, her. Right. Who cares? Um I think it's the thing, they really need to just, I think they forget how to hunker down and really just concentrate on the relationships. Having, uh, like, maybe rather than it being like, oh, Typhoid Mary might fuck this random dude and she on her husband. which I don't like. Who cares? How about we have her interacting with the other ex-women because she has never done that before. Like that's right, like and exploring then, what her place in this community is. Exactly. Have them explore relationships between each other. It's all about relationships. If you don't have a, a dynamic going on in the relationships of the team, you are not going to care about the battle. You're not going to care about the war. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's, it's odd that it's marrow and not rain. 
it's odd that I mean, like dust. I don't mind, but dust. I you know, dust, dust is cool, so that's fine. Dust is cool, and but she like I guess I would just rather this be the New Mutants, yeah, rather than random, yeah, X characters, yeah, who really don't have established relationships, yeah. And just like the adventure isn't even interesting enough to carry the story. Yeah. Anyway, we're done with that one. <laughs> Sorry to this man. <laughs> How about we do a little Ms. Marvel? Yeah. Okay. First of all, love the art in this book. Yeah. This one's good. Um, This one's fun. Has this person done other stuff? I'm not sure. Um, but yes, I'm sure probably don't know what though, but I also like how I was like, I don't understand. I don't know. There, there's sometimes where it's like, uh, the writer is a, what's her nuts. Um, it's Iman Vellani, uh, Vellani. So, so Iman Vellani, she is kind of like, oh, Hey, here's a little plot hole. Let me I'm sorry. To- and Sabir Pirzada. She, she's not writing it alone. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, they're like, oh, here's a little plot hole. Let's try to patch this up. So it's kind of like, oh, hey, we put a cloaking device on her face so that people can't see that when she came out as like Ms. Marvel with just a little mask on in the X-Men outfit, that they can't tell that that's one of the students. Um, right. So I'm like, okay, great. But sure. then later on, they're like, hey. They're like, oh, hey, here's a drone and the drone attached to her. But now we need to like wait for her to fall asleep and then we can figure out where she is. And I'm like, huh? Your drone doesn't have like a tracking device. So then there's like a whole other plot hole that got like built up. There's yeah. always like little plot holes here that I'm just like, I find it very odd that they can't figure out who the fuck she is. But at least they yeah, wrote in Emma yeah. Frost going, you are an idiot that you let them figure out who the fuck you are. Yes. And th- it's great in, in the age of Hazel Kendall. It's so nice to see Emma who I was like, what the fuck is she doing out of Hazel Kendall? And she even says to um, Kamala, um, what is she? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm presenting myself in my true form to you yeah. telepathically. That's why you're seeing yeah. me like this. Yeah. But again, it's just like these little things that are just that have to be explained. Yeah. Like, these things, there's so many things in this book that are happening that must come with a, oh, by the way. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Thank you for explaining that. I wish you wouldn't have to. Yeah. Where I think this I just also, needs to, but I, I still like, but the, you know why I'm, I'm, but I am allowing a lot of it because I feel there's interesting relationships going on. Yes. Between people. Um, and that's what specifically, makes it viable. Yeah. Between the Karima Omega Sentinel and the the villain, the Orcus yeah, villain, who's running the school, that's a good relationship. They're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck Bruno and Ms. Marvel. I mean, they got a great relationship. Yeah, I do feel that the that her, um, I feel that her roommate is a secret agent or something. Something. She's yeah. probably gonna turn out to be evil. Also, I loved how We're flirty good. Tony Stark was. With Emma. Emma. He's like, so this is the it. point well, we'll I wanted talk to about, make. We'll talk about it when we get to Invincible Iron Man. But this is the first time we're seeing their post marriage relationship. We probably yes. should have talked about Iron Man first because oh, this takes right, place you're right. after. You're right. They're already married here and we're seeing them as a married couple the first time and it's 
good. It's good. He's it's into good. it. This is what he, they've been He's both, into it and so is she. But that's and the she's thing doing is, her Emma thing. But you know what? They're, they're both into alphas. They both want like someone who's take charge. Well, I think maybe, maybe Tony Stark didn't realize he wanted that. But Emma Frost, she's like, oh, I'll get an alpha. I'll get Cyclops, the leader. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Cyclops is, is a, like a beta and alpha clothing. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, like Cyclops is secretly bending over, put it up my butt. Yeah. I mean, he's Tony only, Stark he's, is not like he's the that. captain. Cause he feels like he has to be, exactly. he was told he had oh, to be, so he has the tactical brain. Yeah. Can you feed my ego? Please feed my ego. She doesn't need to feed Tony Stark's ego. She needs to calm it down. She needs oh to God. calm it down and be like, Hey, shut the fuck up. You're nothing yes. compared to me, bitch. And he's like, what? Oh, I like this. I want them to be. I, I want them like to stay it. together. I Me like too. them as a couple. And I've been reading They're some like comments, and people are like, couple. "Oh my god, this is so horrible. Why would they ever be together?" I'm like, "Am I crazy that I'm the only one that thinks this is amazing?" They're having fun. Yeah, they're having like they're clearly having fun with each other while they're like plotting Plus, to take down all of Orcus. It's as amazing. someone who has literally read probably a hundred forced marriage romance novels, <laughs> at least. Yeah. The best part is when they're realizing that, oh, the time where we don't need to, we we can give up the facade of the marriage soon. And then they realize, uh-oh, but I but don't, we don't want, want to. Him. And I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. And it better happen. Where then they're like, maybe we like don't stop being married. What if we just stay together? <gasps> I'd love that. Oh, these two writers, they write a good Emma. Yeah. They like even that when she the last thing Emma says to Ms. Marvel is like, you know, I don't want to find my yeah, I don't want to be cradling your body in my arms like I've done with so many young mutants. Like I'm rather tired of that. Like, ugh. Well, even is. when it's like you understand her because she was like, Hey, uh, I know I shouldn't have done this, but I had to like save all those students. And she's like, All right, yeah. I get it. <laughs> She's like, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. But you're still dumb. Like you should have, you know, also it's like, can I talk to Sync and and Talon and be like, why did you give her an X-Men suit that has X's on it when we're in a covert team, dummies? Right. This is more on right. Sync's, uh, Sync's. I mean, they're new, that. you know, they're new. <laughs> they're new to this leader leading the X-Men gig. Um, Emma is the best character. She look at look look because she's thriving right now. Fall of X, best thing to ever happen to this woman. She's yeah. marrying Iron Man. She's mentoring Ms. Marvel. What's next? A role in the MCU, played by a good uh, someone who can act. Yes, that was a dig at January Jones, and I'm not over it. Fuck her! <laughs> oh my god. That just flew out of my mouth. Yeah, uh, honey, I got into I I almost died after seeing her perform perform in that movie. I got into I the worst car died. accident I've ever been coming home from that movie. <laughs> Flipped so over on the one hundred and one. Flipped over on the one hundred and one. You should. You if you want to know, watch January my Jones. podcast with me and Ron Hill on the Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie and Katya. I tell the entire story. It's dramatic. Did Trixie and Katya treat you well? Yeah, yeah, they're great. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um. Anyway, so wait, her yeah. her fanfic creation. Can we talk about this? Okay. 
So it turns out this half Silver Strange, sorry, half Silver Surfer, half Doctor Strange character is a character that's been appearing to Kamala in her, I keep saying Kamala, Kamala in her dreams is a fanfic creation of her own making. Do you think this, do you think this might, are we, are we getting into her mutant powers with these weird Oh, is she dreams, like that, that uh, the Doom Patrol character? Maybe. Oh, yeah, like Dorothy Spinner? Yeah. Who was the one know. that she created, the superhero that she created? Yeah, I forget. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the one in the show? The yeah. one who was in Gerard Way's Doom yeah. Patrol, the ambulance driver. Yeah, yeah. Space Case. Space Case. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we need to figure that out. Right now, I, I, I'm just going along with it because I have no idea what any of it. It seems like it's important, but I don't know what any of it means. Yeah. Right now, it still just feels like metaphorical of like, I don't know who I am. Who do I choose? Yeah, but maybe there's something more to it. But it is weird of like, but there, because it was like, oh, am I part Am I part of the Marvels? Go with Ms. Marvel. Am I part of the Champions? Am I part of the Avengers? Am I part of the X-Men? So it's like, those are all the four paths. But the other path is like this silver strange. So it is like, what, what, what is that? Yeah. But then she's like, I made it up. Is it, it could be a thing in the end where you're like, I know what the path is. The path is me and my creativity. And then you're like, Boo. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if, exactly. oh my God, you're so right. That's totally what it's going to be. But do you think her, could she have powers like Danny Moonstar? Like instead of your greatest fear, like Ms. Marvel can manifest like your imagination? Um, I don't know. I think that's a, a, another issue is I, I want her to have a power that um, I want her to have a power that kind of uh, enhances or goes along with her inhuman power. Right. I don't want right. something that's just like completely random and different. Although, like when I mean, she stretches, it makes a cool noise and that's her mutant power. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't know. But I mean, although you could say um, Emma turning into diamond form is completely different, but it's just it's so her. But it's so her, right? So that's why this like, oh, I can create these cool characters with my mind. That's so Raven. Ms. Marvel. <laughs> that's what it is. She's going to have that so Raven powers. <sighs> Premonitions. Oh, and she she's precog. Yeah. I don't know. I We'll see. We'll see. I, and I'll give the final decision once they establish it. I just want it. her powers to be her fucking powers on movies and TV so that when people know the character, they're like, okay, she's got those hard light powers. Thank well, you. And did she you ever notice about when is this book coming out? Have you noticed like the convenience of when this book is coming out? What's important right about before it? the Marvels. Yeah. So I have a feeling maybe the reveal of her mutant power might come out in both at the same time. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. So keep the hard light as the stretching analog. And then we're going to be getting a new mutant power, both in the comics and in the movies at the same time. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We're always, you know, we're sometimes we, we get it right. And other times we're like, oh, that was completely wrong. You know what I'd like to see in Captain Marvel 2, a.k.a. the Marvels? Speaking yeah. of X-Men stuff, I'd like to see her go binary. Yeah, binary, and also, and then the Star Jammers pick her up, and, and then gets, and then get Rogue in there. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. 
All right. And then the hot pirate guy who picks her up is like, have you seen my son? And people are like, <laughs> my name is Corsair. What? Um, Corsair? Corsair. What is, does Corsair mean something? I don't know. Was it like a ship? I don't know. Or is it just like, I'm flying in space, so there's coarse air. Get it? Uh, Get anyway, it. that's stupid. I'm sure there is, and there's someone listening right now being like, no, you're Get out. Um, all right. What else is there before Invincible? Is there another one? I think that's it. I think it's just Iron Man. All right. Let's talk about some Invincible Iron Man. We get the wedding. It's the wedding it's the and it's wedding. my kind of wedding. And it's a bunch of lies I, the, because they keep showing these pictures. Yeah. These like covers, these huge wedding banquets with yeah, like but, every guest. No, the bitches, they're going to fucking Vegas, man. Yeah. The, those covers, like the interlocking covers of them getting married. I mean, it was never literal. Jean gray is standing there. Yeah. No, I know. I, I yeah. know. I'm t- I know. I'm not but it's still a lie. Them. Oh, it's a lie. It's a vicious lie. Um, but this book is good. I liked it. I love it. It also just it. shows you, um, it does have some repeats of yeah. kind of just recreates the scene, but showing yeah, it from Iron from Man's a different perspective, angle. Yeah. uh, where apparently he is kind of like, oh shit. Um, he finally, he gets a hold of Rhodey and then Rhodey gets a hold of him. And then they're like, you called me. No, I didn't call you. And then he's like, oh fuck. If we didn't call each other, then this is a setup. Yeah. And, and sure enough, Phalong walks in like, hey. And he's like, oh, Phalong wants me to hear you being killed. Run. And all of the cop, all of the, the prisoners are about to jump him. But it looks like Fisk sent some people to prison to protect him. Amazing. I loved we this. Get Sandman. Sandman and Living Laser. Living Laser. But he doesn't yeah. have his Who, powers by the now? way, I don't know. He's. Oh, wait, they're just turned know. off. I think they said they just had him turned off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So very cool. But now, I mean, you know, anytime Wilson Fisk does you a favor, like. Yeah. Are, are you okay? No, you're not. No, because then, because when you have to return that favor, it's like, go and, you know, murder this person or like, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but it also gives you, I like, I like the window into what state, what emotional state Tony was in when this getting caught by Fei Long and having to propose to Emma, like what state he was in yeah. in that moment, which you didn't really get to see in the X-Men book. No. And because he's very much like, hey, we, and I think that's the thing is he's like, we need to play the long game. I need to get this information you can't just go in and fucking kill him right away. I need to get this information. But she just was talking to Kitty Pride, to Kate Pride. So and so she's like ready to fucking murder. So, she's ready to murder. So he was able to calm her down. And not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can get Emma to chill. And so. Just saying. Yeah. So she, they decide to. Uh, go get married in Vegas, and he purposely tells Phelong, you are not invited to the wedding. Yeah. Knowing just, that he's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to come to that wedding. No, I'm definitely coming. Oh, my God. He's um, such a fucking loser. Oh, I know. So predictable. Uh, um, so tra- uh, One thing I loved is Emma and Tony are having the telepathic conversation when he's down on one knee. Yeah. 
And then they're having the telepathic conversation about like, let's just do this. And then, you know, we'll get vengeance. And then the only thing he says out loud is, I promise to make all of your dreams come true. Like (laughs) Fei Long hears that and thinks it's a marriage thing, but we hear it and know he's talking about like, if we do this, we're going to take down Orcus. Where then she's like, and enjoy the first and last time you may touch me. (laughs) <laughs> and it's she like is that's so not true the, it's not true you're gonna love it if they break up at the end of this it's gonna be so sad well uh, there's the great line where he sees her when they're about to get married yeah yeah that's where that's where my hope is but we don't yeah. see where emma we don't see emma is not crumbling but tony stark is he's um okay so when he walks in and sees her. She's not wearing white. She's wearing a fucking, they're both wearing red. Red for wearing blood. Red. Love it. Yes. But here, I'm going to read out loud what he, so uh, he walks in and sees her right before they're about to get married. She looked beautiful. She was courageous and witty. And I knew this was an arrangement, a means to an end, but I didn't need to be a futurist to take one look at the woman and know Emma Frost was going to break my heart. And damn, I was looking forward to it. Oh! Uh. Uh, he's, already he's already in. He's already in love. It. He's already in love he's with already- her. But we but will she is she going to cave? I think the problem is is she's this is the other thing that's going to be tricky what might happen is she might be like, "Hey, you know what? I've been looking for Cyclops and I think Cyclops is dead and I think I'm going to need to move on. Let's fall in love." And then it's going to be like, "Uh-oh, Cyclops is alive." And then she's going to be like, oh, and then she's going to be torn. Ugh. And then he's going to be like, I'm going to go find Jean Grey and bring her back to life. And then Emma Frost is going to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this? He's going to always choose Jean. Yeah. Fucking choose Tony. I love it. But Emma Frost, <sighs> they do. They use the whole ruse of the wedding as they're getting married because he has to take the ring off and put the ring on her, he's able to do it real quick and jump into uh, his mind. And I like when they jump through, she's dressed as the old white queen and he's the old Iron Man. That's so good. And he's able to watch the video of his dad that Phelong erased and he was able to get yeah. all of the information. And it turns out what's the secret element and in information? Mysterium. Mysterium. Gee, um, a, a lot of talk and a big sample of Mysterium in a book about a man who makes metal suits. I wonder where this is going. Yeah. Wait, where? Where do you? Where? <laughs> oh, I think he's going to make a suit out of Mysterium. Oh, a Mysterium suit. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Mysterium armor. Um, I also loved the art of Emma like going into his mind deep. Yeah. And that's where they're when looking like at here. And it turns out <laughs> Phelong is a kid of mutants. Now, is his a, pink skin natural? Or did he do no, that? No, I think that's experimentation. Experimentations yeah. on him. He is a human of two mutants, and he's that's why he hates mutants. I love it. I he's love it. He's great in Creed, the son of Mystique and Sabretooth. Yeah. And no he's powers. just like, yeah. he's like, they're just like, oh, what a fucking pathetic piece of shit. And then um, she's like, yeah, and, you might have uh, remembered, but I'm going to erase your memory. 
and you don't remember that this happened. I mean, it's so great that in the middle of them invading Fei Long's mind, he becomes aware of it and he tries to do something about it, but she's just very good. Yeah, she's and like, you're, you're not. Yeah, she's like, sorry, babe, you're not going to win this like, shit. No, I, this is handled. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, um, and then, then now it looks like they're going to go to space to get some Mysterium. Oh, so great. But how about like his nose is bleeding because of the mind invasion? Yeah. yeah. And Emma just goes, tissue, sir? <laughs> this actually reminds me, I've been wa- I've been catching up on what we do in the shadows. Oh, yeah. Have you watched it? Do you watch that show? Uh, I've seen an episode or two. Yes. It's, you need to watch it. It's amazing. And there's one where they're like trying to get one of the characters is de-aged and they're trying to like put him in a school. So the headmaster comes to like, to visit the house. And then he's like, all right, so who are the parents? And then they hypnotize him. So he goes to sleep and they're like, oh my God, who's the parents? And basically they just keep, he keeps asking questions. They're like, sleep. Oh fuck. Okay. Wait, what is it? And they just keep (laughs) doing it over and over and over again. And then he ends up dying of a stroke because they're like, oh yeah, we're not supposed to hypnotize someone 400 times in a row. Is so good. Um, this is great. This is my this and X Men. Like this story is my favorite, of course. And I will tell you this: I know, I know, it's like, oh, we'll give you some Emma Frost, and then Jeff and and Brett are like appeased. We are not. We are picky. We still want like this has great art. It has great storytelling. It's got the characters done right. Talk about great characterization and relationships. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like. It's high stakes. I do think there are people, there's probably some fucking cucks out there that are mad that this is an X story and not really an Iron Man story. It's so ridiculous. It's a Marvel story. Everybody wake up. Yeah. Wake up and smell the coffee. Wake up and smell the coffee. My favorite time of day is night. You ever ever see that commercial? Sorry. (laughs) No. High Point Coffee. Lauren Bacall used to do these High Point Coffee commercials in like the late 70s, early 80s. And there's just one where she just opens up and she goes, my favorite time of day is night. (laughs) And at night, I don't want too much caffeine because caffeine can show in your face. And that's why I have High Point Coffee. It's decaffeinated. Oh my God. Watch them. They're amazing. Amazing. I'm old enough to stay up late and fuck, but I'm not old enough to stay up I'm not old enough to drink caffeine after 4 p.m. I have a Sorry, that came out wrong. It, Cut it that. Does, it, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't affect him. Like, he will really? drink a coffee. Like, we would go to the bars. I'm like, let's go to a diner. And he's like, get me a cup of coffee. I'm like, it's 2 in the morning. And he's like, I'll go to sleep. doesn't matter. I was like, amazing. Not me. I can't have Just any saying caffeine. the word coffee. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Caffeine makes me look like I'm a tweaker. I'm like, like shaking. Oh, girl, the I'm like, it's terrible. Okay. Um, isn't that how they talk in Animal Crossing? <laughs> Should we move on um, to something we watched? Let's talk about Gen V. Or... X-Men meets Euphoria. Hit the music! I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. This is just X-Men meets Euphoria. So we, it really is. Have we watched all three episodes that are on Amazon available? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Um, yeah, you know what? It, you know what? Like, I watched it and I was just like, man, I wish this was called New Mutants, and I wish it was the New Mutants characters, and it just wasn't as like harsh. I sure would love that. It wasn't. It as feels harsh? very like, like or like gross. You didn't think it was gross. No, I wish it wasn't as harsh. Oh, you wish it wasn't as harsh. Oh, okay. I always thought you were like, it's not enough. I need more dicks. No, 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 no. I can't have Leona Ross Putin being like, I got a dick through my mouth. Like, Yeah, but here's the deal is why do you feel, and I agree with you, why do you feel that it works in the boys, but it's not working here? Oh, I don't, I'm sorry. I think it works here. Oh, you do? I, do. I feel it's a little more fo- I feel it's a little more forced here than it is in the I boys. will say that because the boys d- the boys did set that expectation and it is very much violence that should be steeped in like a toxically masculine story like the boys but I do and, and yeah but I do feel I do, like I it, do think it is a little forced here I do I do I, I think the reason is I feel like because it's high-end stakes, it does feel like those gross, horrible things, orgies and death and murder would happen. But now that we're in college, we're in college, it feels a little more ham-fisted trying to fit that many fucks. Because I will tell you, as soon as I was watching with Joe and he was like, do you notice like every line someone's saying fuck? And and it was like true. The next like 10 lines, someone was like, what the fuck, man? Shit, yeah. fuck. And I was like, Oh, and it just feels like it's someone the wrote the script and then the producers came and they're like, no, you need to add like 10 more fucks yeah. in every five seconds. This isn't on brand. You need to add fucks and blood, <laughs> which I feel it like didn't necessarily. And I think that's my point is it I, wasn't. I it totally didn't get need that. It. And I don't like hate I, the show. I actually kind of like it. Uh, yeah. And I just felt a lot. Of I the really things, like it. But every once in a while, there are moments where it did work. Like I. uh um, Patrick Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid. Yeah, so he's the quote unquote star. Yeah. Well, we're so, gonna spoil we're gonna spoil the shit out of Gen V. So spoilers yeah, from spoiler here. Spoiler alert. Uh there's a character called Jordan Lee, played by he's a character that can switch genders and has super strength. And one of my favorite characters and amazing. And also other stuff. There were like, I just felt like there was other stuff. Going oh, it looked on, like there was some weird character. like force field coming out of their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some energy projection. So it's still more, more needs to be said on like what their powers are, but yeah. they uh, are non-binary. Well, they're, it's weird. They're not non-binary. They're dual binary. Cause it's not and like that's, they can go back and forth between full female and full male. Yeah. And I find that very interesting. But there is one fight scene between them and Patrick Schwarzenegger's character, Luke. Golden boy. Just like a close up of a punch into the penis. Yes, yes, yes. And that is where I'm like, okay, this is okay. There's another where one of the characters, Emma, can shrink down. And then there's a jerk off scene of her small that part was a little too but much the, for me. Those things have those things have payoffs though. They like, do. They do. There was a line earlier in the show when Golden. So Patrick Schwarzenegger's character, Golden Boy, he's basically the Human Torch with super strength. They all have every um, V hero. They all have. I feel like they all have super strength yeah. and invulnerability on top of whatever yeah. their power is. Yeah. So I feel like if you get super strength as your power, it's like, well, okay, that's what everyone else got too. <laughs> 
Um, but there's a line when his clothes burn off about like his dick hanging there. Yeah. And then later to like punch it, they punched the dick cause they brought up, it was like Chekhov's yeah. dick. Yeah. No. And that, it was that Chekhov's was... fiery dick. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and sometimes it does work. Like I, I will say, um, chance, Perdo- Perdomo? How do you say I his love last him. name? Chance Perdomo. He plays a character, Andre, and he's like the, the telekinetic. Um, no. He's, wait, what? Magneto. He's Magneto. Is it metal that he moves? Yeah, it's metal. That's why his dad is I thought that was polarity. glass. I thought he made that thing out of glass. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was metal. His dad is um, Polarity, who was like um, the Magneto oh, on, on the seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even pay attention. So his to whole thing is like he's going to be the new Polarity. That's how. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I just get metal. it. I get it. That does make sense. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he's the new Magneto, and the part where he like he's hitting on a girl and creates like a little swan. He's like, I'm going to move it over there to that guy, and then someone bumps into him, and he just and it and it makes him slice a girl's throat open. That was pretty. And like, that's the kind of stuff that feels like the boys brand of violence recontextualized to be, to be about these college kids. Like it would be that kind of stuff happening rather than like slug fest stuff. Like, I don't know. Like it would be sex stuff, drug stuff and oops stuff, you know, where all like the gore and the craziness comes from. And I feel like they're good about that with this age group of characters. Yeah. And basically the main character is Marie Moreau. We see her when she is like 12 years old. She gets her first period. Tragic. Oh my God. The blood. She's like, oh, I control the blood. Mom walks in like, oh, my little girl has her first period. Ah, she scared her. The blood kills the mom. Dad walks in. Ah, blood explodes. Kills the dad. His sister sees it. You're a freak. I hate you. You're a fucking monster. And now she's- X-Men, right? Yes. And now here she is- uh, and now here she is in like a home for kids with powers. And apparently if you have powers and you're a little out of control and you don't have a parent or guardian to like take you in, you get like put away in some adult facility where you'll some never adult, see. Yeah. So right. she's kind of like, Oh, I'm going to college, but they're like, you're going to college, but just to let you know, if you get in trouble with the law, you will be put away in this facility to this like rehabilitation center. Yeah. So she's kind of like, I need to make sure I keep my period powers in check and just lay my head low. But that so is I can get not into, what happens. Yeah. So I can get into Godalkin University. Yeah. And Godalkin, which what does that sound like? Gray Malkin? What? Right? It sound like what? I'm sorry. Gray Malkin? Uh oh my God. Right? Uh, oh my God. And wait, wasn't there a line in one episode where somebody looks at someone else and goes, goes, uncanny. Uncanny. And then they look like, what? I like that, where they're like, yes, we're ripping off the X-Men. No, we get it. We know. And I will say this. So far, it is not like, this is Iceman. This is Jean Grey. I mean, there is one that's like sort of Magneto. Which is what the boys is. Yes. I do like that it's like, oh, we're just going to do our own Original. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun. Um. Anyway, it turns out that uh, the one thing I will say with Marie Moreau, she can control yeah. blood. And at first they're like, whatever. She also not only can control blood. She When that blood comes out, girl, that's a lot of blood. Like, you know, that's like a, you'd be tired. So she can also, I feel, regenerate yeah. blood pretty when, fast. So she typically, and that's, there's a lot of disclaimers about scenes of self-harm. And I think her... <laughs> 
power is a lot to do with that. She has to cut and her palms. I just think it is so strange. It's so crazy that we're like Weird trigger power. self harm, but it's like, and but she explains later how it's like the one girl also the one girl when she becomes small, Emma, she has to vomit to become smaller. And she has to eat to become bigger. So it's also like, they're like, oh, you have an eating disorder. She's like, I don't. I'm just using my powers. And she's like, well, you have a cutting thing. I don't. I'm just using my powers. And I will say, I think there is a difference between cutting yourself to use powers and cutting yourself because you're depressed and sad. You know what I mean? I don't think that's the same self-harm. So I kind of felt it weird having a trigger warning when it's not. Well, Also being like trigger warning. She's going to cut her palm when five minutes later, someone's punching a dick and ripping people's arms. No, I know. But if you have been around, if you have been around somebody who died by suicide and maybe happened to die by suicide in that way, that is very triggering to see somebody doing that. I, I think it would also be triggering if you see someone like slit someone's throat or like, I, 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 I just, I, I find, I'm not saying you should not do trigger warning. Hey, trust me, because I don't know. Part of me feels the trigger warning is actually an extra reminder of it. Like, oh, I wasn't even thinking. No, that I know. That was I, a yeah. trigger warning. Here's they that context me. you might have. Because I'll tell you this, like in, th- in today's world, you don't need to remind me that hard where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could just blow my brains out. Oh, yeah, that's. Girl, yeah, don't I, say that. <laughs> I know it's dark. <laughs> hey, and I'm not talking about everybody this else. This episode I'm just is talking all about over me. Place, totally. I'm just talking about me. I am someone where if you see me at work, I threaten my life. All the, just day. to get out of assignments. No, literally, it's like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, I would rather blow my brains out than work on that edit right now. Like I say that all the time, and I know it is bad. I know it is bad. So I guess trigger warning for this whole episode that I'm talking about this. But um. Trigger but, warning just to talk to you in like in life. No, seriously. Hey, I have been, <laughs> I was told once by HR to stop bringing up the apocalypse during lunch <laughs> and the lunchroom. I am one of those people. Yeah. So I am not the person that these messages are made for because I'm like, I want more. I want more suicide talk. Um. But I will tell you this, I was thinking about uh, Marie Moreau's powers, and I do find it interesting that she can only control the blood when it's outside the body. And I think that that is potential for an expansion of her powers, is I think she should be able to control the blood when it is in the body. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I think I, if they give that extra level up... Some yeah. at some point during the show, she's going to be crazy powerful. Like she literally yeah. can just move people and throw them around, have the blood come out of their body. She's going to be super powerful. I hope they yeah. incorporate that into her powers. Yeah. And that's one thing I want to see. I want to see power growth in these characters. Exactly. Because that's well. the thing is, hey, hey, we are X-Men people. So we are going to dig into the powers. That's our favorite thing. What is the weird, fun, weird powers that these people are going to have? So one character who happens to be my favorite, why? Because she's a little reminiscent of one of our other favorites is Kate, who is the pusher. Yeah. Who now, if she has to touch her skin, so she wears gloves a lot, so she doesn't accidentally, so they're very rogue. Um, but she's a funny, sassy, pretty blonde with mind powers who's good for a joke or a quip or sneak at a bottle of vodka away, sound like anyone we love. She reminds me a lot of Emma Frost. I feel she's, um, she has a little, um, 
right now she's actually has a little too much heart for Emma because yeah. I feel like the Jordan Lee is more of the has more, more of the closed off. I yeah. feel like those two together form the Emma, but because they're separated, I think she's the popular girl, but you could see, but she's like depressed. I think she's yeah. too depressed and traumatized to be Emma, <laughs> like, which <laughs> I like that as a character. I, I like it. Um, but she's also, she reminds me a lot of the Umbrella Academy. What's that? Uh, the rumor. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Rumor but her power is interesting in that she will hemorrhage her brain. Like she, like her eyes were bloodshot because she had just pushed somebody or she like started convulsing because she was pushing people too hard or too many people. And that's the other thing is when you push people, how long does the push last? That's another thing I want to know about her powers. Is it permanent? Because that's a thing where it's just like, hey, I want you to like me. How long does that last for? How long does that last? Fuck. I will say this is the worst power to have because how do you not become? She seems way too good of a person. To have these powers. Oh, how do you just, yeah, right. And I think it is explained later. They explained that like she, her when she first used her powers, she told her brother to get lost and never come back. And he disappeared and never and came back. And he disappeared. And yeah. I think maybe that's what got her so that she's not evil. Because can yeah. you imagine having this power? Oh. Like I would if you had this it. power, what did you just say? I would kind of hate it. I would. Oh, I thought you just said, I don't need it. <laughs> No, I, oh I thought you were like, girl, I can already do it. No, but oh, no, hate ew. it. But imagine you go to interview Chris Evans and you were like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we like went to my hotel after this? And he was like, Ugh. all right. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I couldn't live with myself because it wasn't know. him. But in a weird way, is that that's rape. So I guess you have to like. Yes, it absolutely yeah. is. It's purple man shit. Yeah. I would hate that power. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. That's why I never wanted telepathy. I don't want to know what people really think about me. Oh, I don't. I do Most people don't say that. nice shit to my face. I don't know what they're really thinking. Right. I don't Ugh. need to know that shit. I don't need to know at all. Now, telekinesis. Okay. Weather control? I Give me. Fly. Yeah. Am I a Nikki fan? <laughs> I just want any power that's going to allow me to fly up in the air hold my arms out horizontally and just have crazy shit, whether it be Phoenix fire, storm lightning. I don't care. I just want to be able to shoot up in the air and people look up and be like, oh, fuck. I love how your power, you're only concerned with the entrance, the entrance. (laughs) Just the moment. I just want my moment. And they're like, save us. You're like, oh, I can't actually do anything. This is all just like light effects. You know what I would love? Like, do you know, sometimes I fantasize of like, oh my God, we all got random powers and what happened to me? I would love to be turned into like a nightcrawler. Like, I would love to be like, I'm horrific. People what? be like, no, you're not. You're beautiful. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't mind looking like a demon. Okay. I wouldn't mind. Said by someone I wouldn't mind looking like hot. nightcrawler. I wouldn't Give mind. Give me a break. <laughs> oh my god oh, i'm just okay. like cursed with my good looks fuck off speaking of <laughs> no it's not that i just want to look cool speaking of um tails yeah um there's a girl on gen v with a tail her name is harper <laughs> you're a cunt harper and her shitty friend who not only says at one point you're a cunt harper also forces her to like suck her own tail on camera and it's the funniest 
<laughs> it's yeah. the funniest scene because she chokes on she chokes on it for a second. Yeah. I she gagged. So the friend, I think her name's Justine. What is her yeah. powers? I don't know. It hasn't been revealed yet what she does. Being a fucking bitch. She's such a cunt. Ugh. Oh my God. You're she exposes that the one girl, uh, Emma, is believed Emma. to use her powers. So well, she again, exposes she's not it, but like, she exposes yeah, it she like, we need to battle the patriarchy because she, and like, she's just doing it under all of this like wokeness, but it's all just for likes and views. Ugh, it's just horrifying. She's so fake. Yeah, you know, and she probably has a power where it's like she has like illusion powers, and you probably strip her illusion away, and she's like some hideous oh, she's creature. Ugly. Yeah. Oh, I like she's that. Like an, or she's like an old lady. Yeah, and the main plot of this is how underground there's a hidden place under the school called the woods, where they're experiment. It looks like they're experimenting, maybe on all of these yeah. on students that are too much of a problem, and Luke. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, his brother is trapped there and they thought the brother committed suicide. Um, But apparently he was still alive. And we left it with Emma, our little shrink down character going in to save him because she was recruited by They clearly start like each other. Yes. But then she kills somebody very gruesomely. Yes. Um, But it was good. But I will say... uh, the guy Sam, who's the brother of Luke, they showed yeah. like upcoming episodes and the like previews, and it looks like he views the world where everybody's a puppet. Did you see that? Oh, really? No. Similar to kind of like Angel. Remember an Angel where everybody was puppets? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, this looks awesome. That's gonna be fun. Oh, that looks great. He's gonna be a fun character. And we get some, tra- and we get some, uh, we get some cameos from you know. From some of the, yeah, from our head popping senator, the deep. Always, always a pleasure to see Chase Crawford as the deep Ashley. Um, yeah, no, it's and because the boys has been delayed because of the strikes. Because of the strike, because that was supposed to come out shortly, but now it's not going to come out probably till early next year. What I really love about this show is watching these characters come together as like a friend group or a team, whatever you want to call it. Like, I just love that where like the characters start off kind of knowing each other because they coexist in the same space, but then they start to form like a tribe or a bond. Like you can see Kate and Jordan and Marie are starting to really gel and become friends. Although part like of me is like, is, is that too soon though? Episode three. And it seemed like they've all kind of patched up all their issues. Well, yeah. So let's I hope mean, some, I, I, we still need a few things. We still need some betrayals and other things yes. to pop up, to make the dynamics. Cause I was saying like, Oh, they're all getting along. Wait, is that bad? Or is that good? Well, I think you're starting to see that there's like, they see potential in one another. Yeah. You know, and like there's potential for, you know, let's call it a team like the New Mutants to form on this show. It's good. I it's think fine. Yeah, part of it, it like is a little like, okay, we're going to base a power off an eating disorder. We're going to base a power off self-harm. We're going to base a power off being non-binary. And like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't not like it, but I, I see you. It's trying a little too good. hard. There's a point. It's where, trying a little too hard. Thank you for that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, sometimes you're just like let let those issues come up naturally rather than I think it's what you said rather than starting with the issue 
it comes yeah. across as insincere. Let's get there. Yeah. yeah. I can smell a lie like a fart in a car. <laughs> it's good. Can I talk about another Gender. show that I finally yeah, watched? Oh my God. And I binged the fuck out of it. What? Because it's Halloween and I needed to get this through before I started on his new show that's coming out. I oh, did you watch Midnight Mass? Midnight Mass. Yes. Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass. It's, I'll tell you this. It's a slow soon. burn. It's slow. Yes, it is. But Sometimes it is like, hey, we're going to pause and I'm going to have like a 10 minute monologue about racism or death. Yep. So you're like, okay. But I okay. will say other than that, it is great. Once it gets going, it's great. It like, yes. It, it really ramps goes. up and it gets yeah. great. And that's the one thing is like, I was like, I finally was like, why are they all? Cause here, okay. Let's spoilers. We're going to spoil this for you. It's basically a world where the priest, they, there's, it's a small Island. A priest comes back. But the priest is now young. They don't know it. He's pretending to be a different priest. But he's young because he's turned into a vampire. Yeah. And he believes this vampire that came with him that turned him is an angel. And now he yep. has angel powers. And I suddenly, yep. it took me many episodes being like, oh, there's just, this is a world where no one knows what a vampire is. Yes, yes. It took me Love a while that. to realize that. Because if for a while I was like, is everyone stupid? Yeah, is everyone stupid? I almost no. wanted at the end of the show where like there's only two people left, I wanted the end line where the one the girl turns to the boy and just goes, Oh, vampires. And then just Oh cuts shit, the he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like I mean it, you know, like I would love for The Walking Dead to have ended with someone going, Oh wait, zo- they're zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's that's the one word never said on any 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 walking dead fear the walking dead exactly no one like, has this ever is like, ever said zombie. no one's ever heard of a vampire at midnight mass and the thing that's amazing is because they hadn't heard of vampires because vampires are demons of the devil that's like you know uh but because no one had heard of them in this world these catholics are like it's angels oh it's this and just watching this show is one of the best critiques on organized religion, of religion and small I have towns ever seen. Because yeah. it oh, just yeah. shows you how you literally can take literal demons and twist yeah. around and, and make it. it look like God. And that's yep. when you realize like, oh, it's all bullshit. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. It's very depressing. It's great. It, yeah. Well, uh, what made it depressing? I'm, I'm fuzzy on it. Everybody pretty much dies at the end of it. Yeah. The Only two okay, people though, live. Right? Two people live. The sheriff and his kid? No. The no? Sher- no, because the kid becomes the vampire and then the sheriff gets shot and they go and start pray. They pray to they they pray to Allah, like to towards Mecca as the sun comes up. And then you oh, see the sheriff right. drop dead and then the sun burns up. And the sun up. burns away. That's right. Oh, so depressing. So wait, isn't it who uh was it Flanagan's wife? Does she make it? No, she sacrifices oh, herself. Oh, um, to kill that she she lets the the angel eat her so she can stab his wings so he can't fly oh to right she, oh she tears its wings with the yeah and so he and so every and then she dies too everybody fucking dies yeah. i mean i will say it's like you know everyone kind of yeah i, I mean and then well listen yeah these flanagan shows they don't end happily no, ever like no. think about how Haunting, oh, are you the House person on that they, Wait, you think that it's the, that they really never got out of it and they're all still, is that what you, are you in that camp? 
Oh, uh, I don't remember the House of Haunted Hill ending either. The House of ha- the Haunting of Hill House has a happy Haunting ending. of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House has a ha- has a sort of happy. It ending. does. Granted, they get away. Yeah, I mean, granted, some of them die. Like, oh the yeah, ones, they go up to that room ones, and then they're trapped in that room for but, a while. But people, yes, but people are saying at the end when it shows them all living their life, the window is all in the same place, and they're like, they're all actually still stuck in that room. Oh, I and I, I was like, I don't want to believe that. Subscribe to that. I don't want to believe it. <laughs> but Bly Manor is so fun. I I wept at the end of Bly Manor. Yeah. I was sobbing. But I will say this, and I and, and I'm sorry. But Flanagan has a blind spot. What? And it's Pace. Kate, it's Kate Siegel. His I wife. know. It's Listen, I know. I know. His wife is know. just not that, and she's not she's terrible. Not, she doesn't ruin just anything. Not that. Good. But especially with Midnight Mass, everyone's given these monologues and they kill it. Yeah, and then and she's given a long monologue so and she bad. just isn't that good at it. Not good. Oh, I'm so totally sorry. agree. Oh, did I? I got to talk about movies I watched. Okay, what'd you watch? Becky. Becky. Becky Have you heard of hair. Becky? Um, I know that there's a sequel to it. Isn't it where it's Wrath like, of Becky? Like a Wrath of Becky. I watched then, both back to back. I watched um scenes of the second one on TikTok where it's like Proud Boys. Yes. Um, she pisses off Proud Boys in a restaurant. She works at a diner, and then yes. they decide to like rape and kill her family or whatever. And then, like her, not that fa- far, but, but they yeah. try to kill her family, and then she comes after them. Yes, they take her dog, and they oh. kill the woman. So it's she's like John Wick, but for a white trash girl instead of yeah. Movies. But Becky is where they kill her her parent, her father. Okay. So Becky is she's on vacation with her father, who's played by Joel McHale. And father's new step uh, wife and uh, her son, her step so the stepbrother, and their house gets taken over by neo Nazis who are searching for an object that's in the house. Uh, the neo Nazi head neo Nazi is played by Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, I, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> it's ama- it's pretty fucking amazing, and they wind up killing Joel McHale, and so Becky kills all the neo Nazis as they're holding the stepmom and the son hostage just because she's an angry, fucked up kid. Uh, but then so why is she on her own in Wrath of Becky? Because the, she gets entered into the foster system, but she keeps escaping. So the stepmom and is like, then, fuck you, beat it? No, the, she she left the stepmom and the stepbrother. She left, she left them. Oh, okay. Um, and they never really got along anyway. Uh, and so she was put in the foster system and then escaped the foster system, moved in with this old woman who then these proud boys kill and they take her dog. And so she goes and fucks them up both movies. Like she's just, you know, I love me a final girl and she's, she's up there with the greats. Yeah. That sounds fun. And it's our first foray into spooky season. Spooky, spooky season. Oh, I also watched for the first time Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers. I've never been a Halloween guy. So I'm trying to like get through them. I had no idea. One of the stars of that movie who has never looked hotter, someone who I never really thought was that attractive. But in this movie, I was like, God damn, I am in heat. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, one of the stars of Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, You weren't aware that young Paul Rudd was super hot? Did you not see I never, even Clueless, I never thought he was attractive in Clueless. What? Nope. Clueless, I was was, like getting boners that I had never been understand. I, I didn't understand why she liked him. What? When Travis when Travis Bergenstock is right there. 
Who was that? The gay character? No. The skater. Breckenmeyer. Oh, gross. No. I mean, I would, I'd sleep with him too, but I'm a whore. No, Paul Rudd was the bee's knees. I didn't think so, oh, but wow. he is so hot in this Halloween. Oh my God. Oh, I just saw the, the stepmom in Becky was one of the judges on Canada's Drag Race. Oh, really? Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. She's a Canadian actress. Oh, wow. She was in Kim's oh. Convenience with Simu Liu. She was? Yes. Um, oh my God. Becky is gory. Becky and Wrath of Becky are gory. I have a movie. Have you seen uh, Talk to Me yet? No, not yet. I'm How about to. that? Let's do that. It's out on streaming now. So oh, it let's, is? Let's talk about that next week since we're going to do yes. some spooky stuff. I want to see Talk to Me. I want to see No One Will Save You, which is yes. the alien movie. I need to see that There's also. There's something called It Lives Inside in the movies right now. I don't know what that is, but it sounds scary. I'll tell you this, that that one with the aliens with no talking, my TikTok is like, this is like the best movie ever. And then I'll swipe. Wait, I'm sorry. This no talking? The, there's no dialogue in that alien movie. Shut up. There's no dialogue. Oh, I have to see it now. But then other people, I flip and other people are like, this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh shit, it's polarizing. It's, it's polarizing. polarizing. It's polarizing yeah. like Lorna Dane. <laughs> or uh, Gen V's. <laughs> that guy's dead. Or, Ch- or Chance uh, Perdomo. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we went, we went pretty long on this one. We did. But, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, that's that, that extra 15 minutes. That's for you, our fans. Those extra few inches, they matter. Someone wrote to me recently and they were like, hey, I know you keep saying that you only have three listeners, but, you know, make it four because I love listening to you. Oh, and it's, it's so multiple sweet. people saying that or just the same person. No, it was just, no, it was just, no, it was just one, <laughs> a true person. Fourth. one person said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A true fourth. Incredible. Yay. Um, so evil Jeff, uh, I am next week. I am doing another podcast for who? Uh, during our normal recording time. So we're oh, going to okay. have to work something out. Okay. Yes. What? There is a new, there's a new podcast that friend of the pod, Jamie Jirak and her boyfriend Tony are uh, doing called Love in the Time of Hydra. It is a Agents of Shield rewatch podcast, and I shall be joining them for episode three next week. Guess what? It's broadcast live on YouTube, and then you can pick up the audio anywhere podcasts are sold. That's where I got the idea from. Amazing. <laughs> Yes. And so please check that out. It's called Love in the Time of Hydra. Uh, If you were an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, uh, subscribe. If you never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe now is a good time to watch in a manner that aligns with the episodes covered on said podcast. Just saying. What a rewarding experience that would be. Why don't you take, take us out, Brett? Listen. If you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or any of the comic books that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and things like that are based on, (gasps) I have wonderful news for you. Really? Yes, because nine out of ten doctors agree that if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. Queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.